We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Guess what is happening today? Oh, uh, no. What's happening today? Number 30 is hashtag ramping up. You know, every single player on the Warriors this season has hashtag ramped up. Uh, only Steph. Only Steph has escaped that, and now and now he's got to go through it. Uh, Wiseman, Clay, Draymond, Andre, everyone. Sam, now it's, now it's Steph's turn. It's fitting that he's the final piece to the ramp up team. I really actually, now that you mention it, Jordan Poole's the only one who hasn't had to ramp up because yeah, he, yeah. he never ramped down. He never ramped down, <laughs> never got hurt. He's so, too young. He's too young. He doesn't need to ramp up. Yeah. Everyone else just ramp, always ramp. I guess Wiggs too. Take, take it back. Wiggs has been pretty durable. Yeah. 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 That's, that's Wiggs. Wiggs plays every game. So uh, it's good news, right? Good, good hard news. To, that... Hard to get hurt if you don't, you know, make contact with players. <laughs> anyway, um, just good kidding, is... guys. Good just business. kidding. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so it's aligning with what we were suspecting, right? Like Steph should be cleared for the first game of the playoffs, and it sounds like it, without setbacks, he probably won't even have a minutes restriction as we get there. So it sucks. We're not going to get to see him this week. But what matters is he's back for the playoffs, recording this Tuesday afternoon. They still have 11 days until the playoffs begin. Yeah, that play-in that play in game week really saved the Warriors this time around. I think what you said is interesting, that Steph is going to come back with no minutes restriction. Uh, that would be that would mean he's, he's essentially just at full strength, which I believe if he really is coming back at full strength, that – that that is the ultimate silver lining because I always felt the season's end that he played too much, that he he was sitting back to backs, but essentially he was playing almost every single game, right? Outside of that injury. And it was a freak injury, right? So it wasn't really, oh, he played that many games, so he got hurt. No, he just got rolled up on because yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna so like, say right. his injury had nothing to do with wearing nothing to do either. with that. Just had to do with the dude dude diving on his foot. Crazy dude. But like I feel like if he hadn't gotten hurt, that he would he would be tired, right? He would just be fatigued. He would have played the whole season. He would have ended up playing 70 plus games, which is a lot for a 34-year-old. So I think. This is a good Yeah, thing. I mean, Steph does take care of his body, and Steve 
has been the Warriors in general. I, I gotta stop saying Steve. Steve's not the doctor. Our this is coming Steve. from above the, show. the head coach. Um, they haven't been playing him on back to back. Like he would have, he'd have been on the same schedule at like Draymond and Otto and those yep. guys are on where he's sitting a lot of those games just because they're like, screw it. We want to make sure he's healthy. Yep. Um, so you know, yeah, you're probably right. He probably would have got to 70 games. Um, and I think honestly that would have been okay, but it is what it is at this point. I don't think it really matters. Um, and him coming back, though, I, I think him coming back refreshed. I, I always did. It's just we saw those Spurs teams, right? Duncan, Manu, Tony, those like those guys were. It, it's it's just probably better, right? That those guys play just. You get Steph to play less games, it's better for him. Now the you problem know, you know, is the, they don't. Yeah. The thing the thing about the Spurs is they didn't actually play that many less games. They just played them less minutes because of the depth of the team. Some of it too, you know, like uh, in 2014, Tim Duncan played 74 games. I would have never guessed that. The only reason I know that is because I'm looking it up. <laughs> um, I would have thought he played like 64, but he yeah, played 74. Yeah. But the difference is he played. 29 minutes again. They steps at what, like 33? 30, he's he's about at his career norm, right? So yeah, he's definitely he's not 30, playing less. I think he actually yeah. – um, I'll pull it up right now, but I'm pretty sure he's above what he normally is. Because yeah, I mean, they're chasing wins. 34 and yeah. a half this year. Yeah. Most um, minutes per game of the Steve Kerr era, even more than 15, 16. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and Steph's in phenomenal shape. We know how – how hard he works at that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in general, it would have been nice if they could get him more rest throughout the whole thing, but it is what it is at this point. I don't, I don't even know why we're relitigating. <laughs> no, no. I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing overall. Like I should, you know, would it be better if Steph had played these last 10 games? Yes, absolutely. But if you're, you're to take the optimist perspective coming into the postseason here with two weeks to go, we're going to talk about the standings in a second. I think this is as good of a news as you can get about Steph. Like he's going to come in completely, I think, refreshed and healthy, which is, I mean, we haven't seen that right in the postseason since 2019. And, and Steph was fantastic in 2019. So um, this is all, all good things, I think, for, for one number 30. Yeah, let's do a little standings watch. So right yep. now the, the Warriors are third. Um, three games to go. They are one game up on Dallas. Dallas owns the tiebreaker, so it is a true one-game lead because if they end up with the tie record, Mavericks will have it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Mavericks played the Detroit Pistons on Wednesday. It's a win. They played the Portland Trailblazers on Friday. It's a win. It's probably a win. They play the San Antonio Spurs on Sunday in what might be a meaningless game because the Lakers might be eliminated from the plan at that point. If it's a meaningless game, I'm going to give it to Dallas. Uh, if it's meaningful, uh, it could be a toss-up. Memphis, you're saying? So 3-0 th and Memphis week, you're saying? Dallas Mavericks. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking Memphis. But, yes, Dallas, Dallas. Okay. Uh, so 3-0 and week. They should go 3-0, and which means the Warriors have to go 3-0 and if, yeah. if, they are, if they really want the three seed. Um. They got a chance. I really hope that we're recording this before the games end on Tuesday night. I really hope the Lakers aren't eliminated from the playoffs because I want the Warriors to be the ones who do that on Thursday. 
just personally. Nothing would make me happier than uh, watching them eliminate the Lakers, not even go to the play-in on Thursday night. I mean, to be fair, a lot of playoff things would make me happier. But yeah, yeah, that is true. That is that is true. By the way, the Lakers, it's just an abject embarrassment. 31 and 47. It's just two games, essentially three, with the tiebreaker behind the Spurs for the 10th seed. How are you in the 11 seed when when I mean even even if AD and LeBron have been hurt some of the season just the fact it's it's embarrassing Sam like we I I tweeted this earlier today the Warriors have had Steph out now for for the last quarter of the season Draymond's been out half the season Clay Thompson's coming back from two injuries and missed essentially the first half of the season our guy friend of the show James Wisen hasn't played this year and then the rest of the team is a bunch of vet mins and rookies and the Warriors have hit 50 wins. You're telling me that a team led by Russell Westbrook, AD, and LeBron can't win 40 games? They're 31. Yeah, I mean, just to put into perspective, Anthony Davis has played 39 games. Obviously, that's not right. You know what you want. He's only going to play half the year. He's going to end the season with 41 games probably. Draymond's played 43. So let's not act like, <laughs> uh, you know, let's not act like they've been snake bit. Right any worse than the other teams just a terrible roster no leadership I think that's really where LeBron AD should be killed like where's the sense of ownership it's just like they're just kind of like well we don't have help you know throw their hands in the air it's just so so corny you know that's 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 all I'll say about that right now um getting back to the standings watch here all right so Warriors they probably have to win out to get the three seed. And so the real question is, does it matter if they're the three or the four? Do you want to be on the Grizzly side of the bracket? Do you want to be on the Sun side of the bracket? Do you want to play the Nuggets in round one? Or do you want to play the Utah Jazz in round one? Um, it looks like the Jazz are more likely to fall to six. That Technically, Denver is up a half game. So it's yeah. like, not that big a difference or anything, but I mean, we saw Utah over the weekend. You want to talk about a team who hates each other, Utah jazz. Um, they're playing the Grizzlies tonight. That's probably an L for the, uh, the jazz. Um, and you want to talk about a team that, you know, they're, they're hurt with injuries, but they're fighting the Denver nuggets. Yeah. I don't know if, so it feels like the war is going to drop to four here um just the, the lakers and then a back-to-back against the pelicans and the spurs it looks like the warriors are probably going to rest guys maybe the spurs will too right but it, it just it feels like sam i'm just going to say and maybe gonna the go pelicans will too because the pels the pels are locked into the plan like there's yeah. they're yeah. they're not getting up to eight they're not getting they're eight, not right? falling into to 10 they're hosting that first plan game no matter what so, so. Uh, you know we, we again it feels like to me I, i'll say two and one so if I feel like they're they're the four seed, but if you're the Warriors, I think the question isn't whether it's the Mavs or the Nug or the the Nuggets. I'm getting these teams mixed up today. It doesn't matter to me whether it's the Nuggets or the Jazz. I feel like they should be able to beat either of them. And in, in, I would say six games, we'll do a full preview pod at some point here in the next week. It's whether, like you said, do you want to be on the side of the Suns or do you want to be the side on the Grizzlies? John Morant, Sam has still yet. To, he's not coming back yet, right? Like he's like on that Steph Curry path where it's like. Is he going to play the end of the season? Is he going to be back for the – we think he's going to be back in the postseason. Most likely he will be, right? He's on the bench. He's jumping around, so he should be back, but he's not. So they've got some questions with that team. 
Um, and the Phoenix Suns are just, you know, they're the Phoenix Suns. They just win basketball games. But you and I have talked ad nauseum. They may not have the upside that a team like the Memphis Grizzlies have. So I think if you're the Warriors, as long as you get first uh, home court advantage, you're fine. Um, but if you were to pick one, I'd say the, the Nuggets seem just like an easier team to play against. Like they game two against the I, Nuggets I, just seems so much. I easier. cannot stress. I mean, we saw it Saturday night. <laughs> the Utah Jazz... At this point, I will be surprised if they do not trade Gobert or Mitchell. One of them is not coming back next year. That You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. They, it's tangible. I mean, we've all seen the clips now on social a bazillion times of Rudy Gobert posting up like Clay or GP2 and Donovan Mitchell just not even wanting to pass him the ball. Um, the amount of like pettiness between – they just look like a team who – Literally, they're going to get a big lead on the Warriors in a playoff game. They're going to fold. They might fight each other in the locker room, like physically, and then they're going to come out and completely – they look like a team who could easily get swept, not because they're bad, no. but because they yeah. quit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, and, and again, this is the team that beat the Memphis Grizzlies last season in five games in the postseason, right? Like, this is a team that's really, really – like, they should be – Missing Joe the Inglis, Joe Inglis, the MVP, man. <laughs> He's the glue. He's the glue guy. Like, like this player. is a team that should be in the West Conference Finals. Like, is, is a true contender. And yes, I, I guess I just don't I just don't really discount. I can't discount the amount of talent and the system that they have. Like, they're still a good basketball team. With Denver, I feel like, yeah, in one game, Jokic could be the best player on the court. They could he win might a game. average 40 for the series. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but across the series, like, I don't see how Denver like I, I don't see a path where Denver can beat the Warriors. I just don't see it with the jazz. It's like, yes, I, you know, maybe, maybe they can get, maybe they start liking each other. I know it's not possible at this point. They do hate right, each other, right. but maybe they put something together. They win one round, right? Like maybe that's possible. Maybe Steph isn't fully healthy, but with Denver, it's like, dude, they're just not good enough. I mean, Denver reminds me of like the Clippers, but with Jokic where yeah. you're just like, okay, you're missing kind of guys who matter, yeah. but you really do play hard together, you know? And I guess I, I feel actually, I guess I really would rather have Utah. Oh, wow. But um, I don't know if I feel strongly enough to like, to get Utah, in, in my scenario, Utah is the six, which means you have to hold on to the three. And if you hold on to the three, that means you're probably going to have to go through Memphis in round two. I I'd still think it comes back to who do you want to play first, Memphis or... Um, or Phoenix. And I'm not decided on that one. You brought yeah, it up neither. and um, Lars Sewell brought it up uh, on Sunday. The jaw thing is tricky. They're winning without jaw, but obviously they're not winning playoff series without John Morant. Yeah. And he's just, that's a lot of time to sit with a knee thing. That's all I'm going to say, you know? Yep. So. It's, I mean, same with, same with Steph. Like the more I almost think about it, the more I'm like, Memphis, they haven't won anything. They're, 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 they sure. talk a lot. They tweet a lot. They win a lot of games, but they just haven't, they haven't won anything. And Jaws not playing. They're, they need to back. Trip. They really do need to back it up this year because, like, right, right. it's cute to be the young team who talks trash. But if you talk trash and yes. you don't back it up, all of a sudden you're the Lob City Clippers. Yeah. You know? Oh wow! You know, like you're wow. like you're like one of those teams. Like the Warriors talk trash, but then the Warriors got to the finals. You know, they backed it up a little bit. Like that's the that's the thing. If you if you're gonna put the bullseye on your back you you better back it up and i i will say this i do think memphis can back it up like they yeah, don't yeah. they don't strike me as frauds 
They don't strike me as a soft team. I, I could see them maybe going cold offensively and losing a playoff series that mm-hmm. way, but I can't mm-hmm. see I can't see someone, you know, like punking them for lack of a better term. I, I, I can but I can see them losing to Dallas. Right. Like I can see them losing to the Mavericks in a second round season uh, in a second round series. And and I think that's something where it's like, yes, they should beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. Right. Or or, or I don't know, the, the, maybe the Clippers. But like, how funny would it be if the Clippers come back with PG and Kawhi? Right. That's an interesting scenario. Or, or, or Kawhi, I should say. PG's already back. So like that would be funny. But um, but like like Lucas, that's an just interesting tell no one, and he shows up shooting. <laughs> you just see him; he's back. He's he's shooting on the on the practice yeah. court, right? And so it, leave it up to Kawhi to just come back game one without saying anything. But um, I, I don't. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, yes, the road does go through Memphis and Phoenix, but it feels like Memphis. There's some there's something there where they're there. You don't just run through teams, Sam. When when you're a young young team like that, the Warriors went through shit. Right. Every great every team that went on to win the finals, they go through heartbreak. And I feel like with Memphis, they're not just rolling through the West Finals and playing the Sons of the Warriors. Like that's just not gonna happen. I can see them losing. Yeah, no, Memphis. we don't we don't know how they're gonna respond to being in like a two-two series or something like that, you know, like or being down three-two or something like that. It's it'll be interesting. So are you saying you'd rather be on Memphis's side of the bracket? I need to think. I need to think. I'm pulling a Samus Fendiari here. I I, I don't want to hedge. Pick, I genuinely, the hedge. Yeah, I genuinely don't know. The more I think about it, though, the more it does feel like I, it feels like playing against Memphis in the second round it, it is the Warriors have enough IQ there and they have enough vet experience to win that series. I think. I think. It comes down to do you want the physical test or the mental test? Phoenix is the smarter team. They're a Chris Paul team. Uh, I think the Warriors match up well with, with them, but like, uh, you know, they, they play really smart basketball, right? Um, Memphis is the physical team, you know? So you could convince me you want to, you want to push off the physical team. So Steph is really like rocking and rolling. Or you could convince me the sooner you face them, the less chance Draymond's worn down. The last thing you need is Draymond dead tired dealing with Steven Adams on his back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and Looney, our guy, but the Iron Man. That you um, know, that that's the whole playoffs, though. Like that's the, the this, yeah. this play, you know what I mean? Like he's gonna it's gonna be eight and then it's gonna be Giannis, right? In the in the finals, if, even if you get there, whoever it is, draw them beat. <laughs> Maybe in pretty the finals, much everyone, right? pretty much everyone in the East has a big who's at minimum, going to make you KD, right? Yeah. yeah. If it's not a big, it's it's fucking Kevin. Durant, Shout out right? Andre Drummond. <laughs> or yeah, I mean he's playing well, so it's 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 a war regardless. I, um, I, it just that Memphis team. The more I think of, like it's just they played in two back to back games last season, right? At the end of the season, Steph took over one game, and then Jaw took over the second game. It just so turned out that the second game was the one that was the playing game, do or die, right? So that 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 was the one the Warriors lost. But I think in a seven-game series, it's different, right? It's it's just, it's so different, and the Warriors have been there before. So, and in the series against the Mavericks, who would you rather have? Would you rather have John Moran or Luka Doncic? I, I, I think that's a tricky series if that if, if that's the one that turns out, if that's the second-round series. Just saying. Just yeah. Saying. Um, Just saying. Well, now I'm just hedging. Maybe I want to ask the listeners. Why don't you guys uh, reply to us? Let us know who you would rather play in the second. Which side of the bracket do you want to be on? Which side of the bracket do you want to be on? The 
Memphis Grizzlies side or the Sun side? Better put, do you think you want to be the three seed or the four seed? Because, look, we're going to find the answer to this on Sunday, no matter what. Might as well have some fun with the experiment, you know, thinking about it now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Got a new topic for you, Andy. Oh, I think it's uh, you know what we have not done this year. We haven't gotten into NBA awards. I think part of it is I'm just not a, like it's kind of a boring <laughs> discussion, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. like I don't like I, I just don't see the point of being like, ooh, Jokic is up on Embiid February third in the MVP race. Like, who cares? Right. You know that right. sort of thing, right? Like, I'm more focused on the play. But now that we're here, I'm curious, especially since like the Warriors have potential candidates in every field. So let's, let's just go through it. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm taking these odds from FanDuel. They're as of Monday. I don't think the odds have moved since then, but it's as close as I can get. Current MVP odds show Jokic one, uh, Embiid two, Giannis three, Luca. There's kind of a drop Luca four. Luca and Booker tied for four and jaw at sixth. Um, I guess who's your regular season MVP? I, I go, I'll go straight into it. I mean, Jokic is my MVP, but I wish Steph had stayed healthy. If Steph had stayed healthy, I would have gone Steph as MVP 70 games. The, the Warriors would have been the two seed at the very least, right? In the West. Yeah. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the Grizz schedule. It hurts. I'm, it I'm, hurts. The Warriors, if they had Steph, they're not dropping to Orlando, Washington, and no. um, Atlanta. No. 
No, they're all they're tied with the Grizz. We're having the same like Warriors yep. Mavericks conversation, but Warriors Grizz. You know, yep. Yep. we're doing that whole thing, and you know they they probably win. They're gonna win fifty two, maybe fifty three games if Steph stays healthy. They probably win fifty eight to seven, something yep. like that. And I think that's an MVP, like that's an MVP team. Cause you watched, like the thing is you watch the Suns and this is why I, I picked Jokic and not someone like Devin. I know Draymond Green said Devin Booker today, but, and these arguments are always, and this is why I don't like it, Sam. Cause a lot of these arguments are so very hypothetical. And it's like, you take Booker off that Suns team. It's like, well, they're still winning. They're still winning 50 games. Like they won't win 62, but like, let's say, let's say you take them off that team. Like they're still winning. They're a machine. Like kind of like you're seeing with Memphis, right? Without jaw, they're still winning games. We see what they're like without Steph Curry. <laughs> like, we see it. And, and that, to me, it's, it's, it's kind of the similar thing with Kevin Durant. We saw the Brooklyn Nets without Durant, right? They're a joke. And, and Durant was just out for too long this season for him to get uh, MVP votes. And I think the same with Steph, where it's just like, it sucks that he's been out for the past month because I, my opinion is if he, if he was playing 70 games a season, they win 58 games, he'd be my MVP. But I go with Jokic. Sam, I go with Jokic. They're 15 games over 500, and his team's terrible. They're probably going to win. Terrible. If they don't win 50, they're going to win 49. You know, it's going to be right there. (laughs) Replacement players all the way around the board on the Nuggets. Oh, my God. Shout out. Shout out my guy and uh, friend of the Bay, Aaron Gordon, though. He's he's a pretty good player. Yeah. Uh, But your point stands. Like, he's missing his number two and his number three. There's just no other way around it. So, um, I think I agree with you. Steph would have. I'm going Giannis, though, um, because I – I didn't expand out the MVP odds, but after Jaw, it goes KD, Tatum, then Steph. So Steph's like ninth or tenth, uh, which you know, considering he's going to miss a quarter of the season, still pretty impressive. Um, yep. I think Giannis should win MVP uh, when we factor in the reality here. The Bucks are probably going to be the two seed in the East. He's the only reason Giannis isn't getting more buzz, in my opinion is he's held to the standards of peak Giannis. In other words, people aren't looking at what he's doing in context of the league. People are looking at what Giannis is doing in context of the fact he scored 50 in a finals game. It's like kind of the LeBron thing. It's kind of the Steph thing. Steph kind of got criticized this year saying he was declining. And I'm like, bro, he's playing just as well. He's just hit a couple less shots. You know what I mean? Where it's like people people hold him to the standards of unanimous MVP Steph, not, uh, you know, um, Normal MVP stuff. I hear you. Or just like the rest of the league. Like he, uh, it, you should be rating him against how Jokic is playing and how Embiid are playing, not how, uh, how like his best of best play. I, I would argue the Bucks have struggled all season. Like that would be my argument. It's just and now they've had injuries, right? Anytime they've got the big three guys on the floor, they're fantastic. Anytime you get Drew, Chris, and Giannis, it's a title team, right? We've seen sure. it. Um, and I think Giannis is the best player in the world right now. I, I just, I, I firmly believe he's his, the best. Yeah, when he's playing at his A game, it's <laughs> defensively he's right. That's a big one. Yeah, I mean, like defensively, he's better than KD uh, is, is is simply, and that and that's what it is. And again, I have Steph up there too, but I think Giannis. Yeah, I'm with you. He's the best, but that team is just they just they're 48 and 30, and that's just a, kind of an ugly record. Uh, like if they have 55, I guess, wins, I guess to your you. point. Yeah, the Nuggets are a whopping 1.5 games worse than them on the record. <laughs> <laughs> and that's without two guys. Giannis, right. I know the Bucks have had guys in and right. out of the lineup, but, it, it, but still, it's not the same as missing right. Murray and Porter all year. Right. Um, right. Chris right. and Drew are going to end up playing 
67 games, something yeah. like that, you know, 65 yeah. games, something in that range. Um, you know, you'd like to get them above 70, but it's all things considered. It's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. You and I don't believe in Embiid, huh? Because we're not talking about him. Harden kind of ruined. I, I would have been a more of an Embiid guy until the Harden trade. They've yeah. kind of gotten worse. Uh, he's on my top five. Same with Luca. Sure. Luca, if the MVP was from January on, I might say Luca, but it took him six to seven weeks to figure it out. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got his James Harden on. With, yeah, with I mean, that's, that's the truth, though. I think Luca might win it next year. The year he comes into the season in shape, he'll probably win MVP, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to be like, I, 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 I get why people are saying Devin Booker, but no love. Yeah, no love for Deep Book. Um, I, I'm with you. I, the one, the, the Embiid stuff is, I think that's the biggest one because I feel like people, he's not fun to watch. Um, now, I know that doesn't matter to the MVP criteria. Like, he's good. Good is good, right? Great is great. But do you enjoy watching Embiid? Like, that's a big thing for me. With, he's with, all right. With he's like, I could do without some of the flopping. They've become less enjoyable since they got hardened. That's real, my take. Real shocker, right? Real shocker. <laughs> no, but before they had hardened, they moved the ball really well. Like, obviously, they didn't have high-end talent. Like, Tyrese Maxey's nice. He looks like he's going to be really good. Seth Curry's nice. Matisse Thibault, like they had a nice thing going around him. I found the team fun to watch with like Embiid as the centerpiece with a bunch of role players who played hard. Now with Harden, they're just, it's just unwatchable, dude. And I feel like he leans into his worst habits with Harden there. You know what I mean? Like it's like Harden's like the bad influence friend. Like he was flopping before. Now he like can't stop flopping. He showed up and said, all right. Buddy, Joe, I got something for you. Let's turn this shit up a notch. Let's it's really lean into the being the villains of foul bait. Yeah, I great season, Embiid, right? I just and the other thing I think with with Embiid, I, I always am curious is I want to see him win in the postseason too. This isn't again, this is not to do with the MVP, but we we've seen him, we've seen him lose some series where they've been up. And last season losing in a series where you shouldn't have to to Atlanta Hawks. So I think some of that, right? Like you said with Giannis, some of that is like you're not a real winner in the postseason. It's kind of hard to, to say, hey, MVP, right? So anyway, unless unless you're unanimous. So. I, okay, rookie of the year. Our guy, our guy, Big John Kuminga, um, not in consideration here. Mm. And to be fair, he's not, he's not getting the minutes in the run that these guys are going. Um, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy, in that order is what FanDuels is saying. What do you think? I think the best player is Kate Cunningham. <laughs> That's my guy. He's uh, been but he, awesome. Yeah. Re- like yeah. second half of the season. Yep. He's got his, uh, not like he came in out of shape, so he's not doing the Luke guy. He, he was injured. He was injured. Shit he team, missed camp. Shit team. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Um, so I, I think Kate's the best player, but he's obviously not rookie of the year because of that. Evan Mobley, right. He's going to miss the last couple games here, but I, I would go Evan Mobley. Like if the Cavs hadn't just gotten 50 freaking injuries in a row to him included. And now Jared Allen, who knows when he's coming back. Right. And a, and a bunch of role players on that team like that team would have been right now. The 43 wins like they should probably have been around 46, 47, 48. They, they might have hit been 50, a top three. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think for him as a big man center, that's probably the hardest. You know, we, we've seen Big Jim struggle in that role. Right. Like, that's a really hard role to be in. He's I'd so go with Mobley. he's so polished. I he, and by the way, offensively, especially Scotty Barnes plays the same role. Scotty Barnes is huge, dude. I saw him at summer league and I'm like, this dude might be six ten. Like he's definitely taller than Kuminga. And he's kind of um 
he's what people wish Ben Simmons was often, you know, like kind of like that. Like he's a really good ball handler, really good defender. Um, but yeah, I'd go with you, Evan Mo. This is a special draft class because I'm going to ask you a question. If oh, no. Kuminga played 30 minutes a game, do you think he would break into the top three here for rookie of the year? No, I think Kuminga would have been like that Jalen Green. Like in, I, I think he would have been like Jay, he would have had Jalen Green's a little less efficient season. because yep. he would have been asked to do more. Yep. I agree with you, and I think all that tells me is this is a damn good draft yep. because the year prior, Kuminga could make a case that he's like right behind Anthony Day, or Anthony Edwards in terms of um, you know just like athletic freak score off yep. the wing. Oh. Um, and he, you know, in that draft, you'd be like, yeah, he's got to go top three. He's, he's an all, he's a future all-star if, if he continues developing correctly. Uh, and then in this draft, you know, you can love him as much as you want and, and we do. And I think he's going to be amazing, but I can't, I can't in good faith say I would, you know, if he got 30 minutes a game, I think right. he'd be better than Scotty. Cade or no. Mobley at this no. point. Maybe Josh Giddy. Maybe. 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 But like uh, the thing I with him, it's like you know, if he, he's playing on a team that's given, like let's say he's on the Magic and Franz, let's say they didn't take Franz, right? Like mm-hmm. end up taking Kaminga. Like he'd be awful for the first few months, like like Jalen Green was just trying to figure out how to play in the NBA. A lot of a lot of six for 18s. Yeah. Then he'd figure tour, it out. A lot of right? tour dates. Right. <laughs> Looking like Steph during the slump. <laughs> then he figure it out. I think like Jalen Green has, right? Or at least it yeah, looks yeah. like he's figured it out. So I think that's what Kaminga would have been. Um, that first season and then, you know, rookie, rookie year, you know, and, and by the way, Jalen green has been really good recently. And yeah, you're right. It's I'm like shocker. Just, I'm just ca- clicked. He's, Ooh. I mean, he's, Ooh. Ooh. I just feel like he's gonna be like a Zach Levine. Like he's better than Levine was at his age, you know, Ooh. but you're just like, there's value. That's just a good player. Anyway, you know, maybe they should have took Mobley, but um, yeah, maybe, still, maybe, maybe. still, still a damn good player. All I can say about the rookies is I feel like there's eight guys I think will be all-stars in this class, and that's absurd. So, yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Most improved. I feel like this one, the one that's going to get Warriors fans going. Um, current leader in the clubhouse is Ja. Garland is right there with him. DeJounte Murray, Miles Bridges, Desmond Bain, and Jordan Poole in that order. I always feel like this is the weirdest award because, like, what is the criteria here? You know, like, <laughs> I know what, an, what the MVP is. I know what the defensive player of the year is. But, like, most improved based on you know like is Jordan Poole taking the jump from where he was to where he is now more impressive than the jump Garland took like they're two different things you know 
there is no criteria, Sam. You just make it up. It's whatever you want it to be. Uh, I go with, uh, I'm going with Darius Garland. I think Jaw is the favorite, but I'm just, I'm a Cavs fan ever since LeBron left. I, I go with Darius Garland because you watch that team and he averaged, like there are games where he averages or where he has like 15 assists because the ball is in his hands all game long. And without him, that team, I mean, we're talking about that team going through injuries. The only guy that they haven't lost is Garland. And without him, they would be lotto team, right? Maybe, maybe 20 some wins. Like he is the engine um, of that team on the ball, shooting everything. So I, I go with Dar- Darius Garland over, over your jaws and DeJounte and those guys. My, uh, my hottest Darius Garland take is I would prefer him than Trey Young on my team. I it's a very, uh, it's a Steph CP versus uh, Harden Russ type of take. If that makes sense mm. to you to a guy who's about winning versus a guy who's about making sure he gets yep. his numbers first. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I went with Garland too, and I hate the fact that you picked him because I was open. Um, to me, it's uh, he went from being a good starter to being a legitimate all-star and the yep. best player on a playoff team. I feel like that jaw was already an all-star. He took another step, but he was already an all-star to me, you know? Um, and Desmond Bain, really good story. You know, DeJounte Murray also went from kind of being really interesting to being like a really good player this year. But I feel like Garland had the biggest tangible step. Yeah. Uh, even if uh, like Jordan Poole, uh, I, I, we talk about the warrior side of this. He didn't play enough. I mean, he's been great the last month plus, right? But he wasn't, he, he was great to start the season, but he had lulls and then he just didn't play enough. Like, I, I think that that's, I think enough to kind of push him out of the running, even in the top three for most improved. I also think Jordan Poole may have had a better case for it last year, as funny as that sounds. He was awful um, year one. Because his first yeah. year was terrible. And by the end of year two, he was maybe the second most, imp- or sorry, third most important player after Stefan Draymond. Like yeah. he was very good for the Warriors in the home stretch last year. And to his credit, he built upon it. He's been, fin- and by the way, dude, he's going to probably get a max contract the way he's playing. Like, he I, also is the third most important player on this team. Again, he is, now, he is. So, he's that go. good. I have nothing negative to say about him. I just feel like the whole body of work. Um, Garland's had to be the man all year and Jordan, uh, it, not even his, in some ways it's kind of a criticism of Steve. Like it's a co- some of the, benching Jordan Poole for no apparent reason in the beginning part of the season um, has to be factored into this. It's not Jordan's fault, but it's like, you know, he was not closing a lot of games for whatever reason. Right. In the beginning part. Right. I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. And now we're seeing it a little bit with some of the other two rookies, right. That the Warriors have with Kaminga and Moody, who are just uh, hilariously out of the rotation. So I, we've seen it with Jordan Poole last season where the same thing, right. Where he was just out of the rotation, right. We see guys playing over him, but uh but the crazy part is after all of this, with three games left in the regular season, uh, Jordan Poole is the 3A, 3B most important player on this team, along with Clay Thompson, right? So I just they need him. If they're going to win a championship, they can't just say, you said this from the beginning of the season, they can't just say, we're going to roll the core three out there, we'll win a title. They technically could, they could, but they're going to need Jordan Poole to, to, to give them that extra. Just extra shot creation yeah. is really what it comes extra down to. swag. I, yeah, I, I mean... It, 
I've watched Clay dribble. I prefer not to. Um, I, I don't think we're seeing him dribble anymore once Steph comes back. You know, you would think. You would think when once Steph and yeah, but like part of that's pool. You got Steph. You got Pool. You got Draymond. Yeah, uh, Clay should be just feasting off of the shots oh. they create, not not like trying to find his own shot off the bounce. Um, I want to bring contract. Up- by the way, before we do that, max contract. You said very interesting. Very interesting. I think someone's gonna max him at this rate. Wow. Pool's last 17 games, he scored 20 in every one of them. 17 games, 26.4 points, 5.1 assists, 50% from the field, 45% from three. I mean, that's some Steph Curry flamethrowers stuff going on right now. Um, And honestly, if he had a chance to do it in a larger role for the entire season, I'd say he is the most improved player. I, yeah. I really he, like, like, look, he's not going to shoot 45% from three for a full season. Cause if he does, then he is Steph Curry. Yeah, he might be sure. better than Steph. <laughs> you know, like, right. but, but like the point stands, he's, right. he hasn't, the difference between him and Garland for me is Garland has been doing this since the first game of the season. And for whatever reason, the Warriors have yo-yoed pool. And, and now and, we're dealing with, now we're dealing with pool looking amazing down the stretch. And the other thing too is, 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 Poole, even if he's going to become that player, he's always going to share ball handling responsibilities with Steph and even Draymond. Like there is going to be no Jordan Poole come up, pick and roll, you know, kind of dissect the defense. Let me do what I want to average eight assists a game. Like that's not, that's never going to be Jordan Poole as long <laughs> not as when he's Steve's the coach. Yeah, not once Steve's the coach, but also, I mean, that's just, it's Steph, right? Steph's on the team. Like that's just, that's not how it's going to work with those guys. And especially with Draymond, right? Like Draymond's always going to want to do his little traffic cop stuff, right? So, I just that that's always kind of quote unquote hinder him a little bit, but I mean, it's always going to help that he's playing next to Steph and Draymond and, and, and Clay and those guys. So I just, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, well, I guess it's too, it's not going to happen next season, but um, the last 20 games, Jordan Poole, max contract. You heard it here first. <laughs> he, another team will give him a max and then they will have to match it. I don't know. We'll Vivek, Vivek is coming in hot. Tyler hero is probably gonna get a max. Tyler hero gets a max. Jordan Poole gets a max. Yeah. Everyone's getting maxes. Yeah, for, I saw. I saw. Except for, except for our guy Looney, no one's yeah. maxing Looney. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins gets a max. Uh, somebody, somebody threw out the comparison numbers for Jamal Murray and Jordan Poole when they were both at, at this age, twenty-two. They look strikingly similar. It's not a bad comp. It's not a bad comp. Jamal, Jamal having done it in the playoffs like makes me think of something, but it's not a bad comp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, neither of them are like pure point guards either. You know, like. Uh, they're best when playing with someone else who's creating too. So I like it. I like that comp. Yeah. There you go. Wow. That's an incredible player. Yeah. Okay. Defensive player of the year. I feel, this was Draymond's until he got hurt. Um, Vegas has uh, Marcus Smart as the leader in the clubhouse, followed by Bam, Mikkel Bridges, Rudy, Giannis, Jaron Jackson. That's a tough one. It's it's a tough one. I feel bad for Draymond. I yeah. Uh, he wanted it. it. Would have helped in the contract negotiations, right? That he's going to do. I wanted to go Jaron Jackson. Uh, he leads the league in blocks and uh, kind of turned around Memphis into a juggernaut, right? And he's kind of the ability for him to play small ball and also play next to Stephen Adams. Pretty cool. So I kind of wanted to pick Jaron, but he also like doesn't play enough. Gets into a lot of foul trouble. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's the only one. Um, Bam's right up there for me. I, I just – I kind of don't want to go – Sam, I just don't know. Thought about this. I just don't know. So, I'm going to defer to you and listen to what you have to say and then pick one. 
First off, I am automatically DQ and Marcus Smart. I'm not giving defensive wow. player of the year to a dude who injured Steph Curry on a reckless what? play. Not happening. Just not happening. Great take. Now, my actual defensive players, Mikel Bridges, and the reason I like him more than Marcus Smart on this one is I think he plays with the worst defenders, and Phoenix is a top three defense. I think Chris Paul's been in and out of the lineup. Devin Booker's been in and out of the lineup. He's not a defensive player anyway. Aiton, you watch the Phoenix Suns, Aiton is definitely not an everyday energy type of guy. Some games he does, some games he doesn't. Jay Crowder's whatever. Um, Cam Johnson, not a big defender. I think they ask Mikel Bridges to put out a lot of fires defensively, and he does it. He's probably the best wing defender in the league this year. Like health-wise, he's the best. Um, Boston, Marcus Smart actually is excellent, but so is Jason Tatum. So is Jalen Brown. Robert Williams. So is Robert Williams. Obviously getting Derek White helps too, but you know, that just came. Uh, I don't think he has as much responsibility defensively. Uh, and, and, you know, I would have given it to Draymond if he played 60 games, but he didn't, you know, uh, Bam also has missed 25 plus games. I, I have to factor that in. Bam would have been, I might've given it to Bam for the same reason I give it to Draymond, but like at a certain point, you missed too much time for me. Yep. Yep. So that's no, no. my case. You know, I don't usually like to give it to a wing, but whatever. Rudy Gobert is there. Your guy, friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> uh, I'm following you. I'll go Mikel. I, I didn't have a strong take on this one. I, I just, I really wanted to go J, Triple J because that's my guy. But uh, I, you know, I'll go Mikel. I'll I go Mikel. do agree with you. Triple J plays like a depoy. Like he definitely does, but the combo of missed time and yeah. it's there. I would not be surprised if you want it in the next two to three years. I, I, he might also be the key to them winning the championship. He I know is we're, the key we're, to them winning the championship. Yeah, because <laughs> him outplaying Draymond at the five, at least defense, like he he can change game small ball five, Jaron Jackson. Now he's going to foul out a small. lot. He's young. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Like quote, unquote, right? Because he's not, he's also not posting up, right? He shoots a lot of threes. A very yeah. weird shooting style, right? I mean, it's he it's why bit, he's kind of useful because like on offense, he can just space. And so that lets you play a Steven Adams if you want to go like big bully ball. Yep. Or you can put him at the five and be yep. super fast and spaced out. And yep. then Jaw has an open lane, you know, like he's, and that's just he's a good shooter. Side. Yeah. He's not a, like, he's not like a 32%. And I think that's the comp. He's technically Wiseman. 32% this year, but, um, <laughs> but I, he is a better shooter than that. Um, I, don't I don't know why he's shooting so poorly. Wow, I don't. I didn't know that. So I, I should know. I should know better, Sam. But I think that's the comp for for Wiseman. Previ- like previously, thirty eight percent. So I just think he's. I just think a lot of people have. You know run- why he's shooting a lot more? That's probably why he's just shooting a lot more threes. Um, I, he's the guy that I would say, not a, like the Warriors. They they've brought up Aiton for for big Jim comps, and to me, it's always like. Aiton's just not as impactful as someone like Jaron Jackson Jr. could be. Like Jaron Jackson Jr. could be a pillar for a championship winning team. I don't see that for for Aiton. And again, you know, we'll see. Well, if what Weissman if you get? get um, one. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but it's right. Jaron because uh, J- Jaron has versatility to make your stars better. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um, and he can legitimately switch one through five. There's not a lot of bigs who can switch on to Steph, and he's on the short list of guys who can switch onto him and do as good a job as you can hope. So 
Um, I, I'm with you. I think he's I think he's the underrated reason why they are so good without Jaw because they're still good defensively and you know they, they get the job done that way. So can he switch on to Steph and Poor at the same time though? <laughs> In a yeah. second round series. We'll That's see. true. Can, can we'll all, see. How many places at once can he be? <laughs> we we've seen Peak Draymond be on three places at once. <laughs> we will see. Uh, We'll end it there. I appreciate all of you. We'll be back after the Lakers game, probably on Spotify Green Room. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.